Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. You have an update. In case you missed the show yesterday, what had happened was... So, Ayala Van Zandt said this. Greatest crimes perpetuated against black men specifically is the level to which their humanity and their hearts have been devalued, diminished, and dehumanized, and that they have become doing machines. The greatest value a black man has, in many instances, is what he can do for somebody. All right, do you agree? We're going to the phones. I think she got a point, but also the black man is the most valuable thing in the world, more than gold. That's why we are always incarcerated and sold and enslaved because of our value, because of our work. She got a good point, but we will never, ever lose our value, man. I think we devalue ourselves based off of what we value the most, which is money. We go from working two, three jobs to selling drugs, whatever it takes to get money so we can spread our wings like a financial peacock so people can see us versus what we can provide when it comes to emotional or mental support and everything. It's all about what we can provide financially. So I think she has a point when it comes to that. I have never seen any. Uh, that's very rare for a woman of note to even even discuss openly the plight of black men. Um, mm. It was a weird thing for me to see. So I don't necessarily know. I think we've heard Joy Reid has done it before. Mm. Yeah, I don't know that. I've she talked has. to Joy often. I can't say that I know that. Yeah. I can't say I know. I can. I'll Google um, it and send it to you. Um, so uh, it it, uh, it was interesting and refreshing. And as always, they telling us what to do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm right. Once again. Yeah, 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 I did it. Um, what I find interesting right now is that uh, a lot of people were insulted by Trump saying all I see is black people but the kind of black people that would come to see him are the kind of black people who you could say that to yeah mm-hmm. it's ridiculous so I mean look at all the people that didn't say nothing when they said that uh, slaves had benefits how quiet they had to be or when they said we're, we're, it's pe- good people on both sides or when they said the proud boys or when they tried to take over January I tell you what every one of them there's in attendance they ran faster than white people did I know that yep I bet you wasn't sitting your ass I wanted y'all nope that uh it'd been like the gangs of New York (laughs) 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 happy birthday to Luca Dockick happy happy birthday to Tasha Smith who I adore happy birthday to Bernadette Peters happy birthday to Tori Hart happy birthday to Ray Don Chong did you ever see Soul Man yes Yes. that that, when he he said uh, go get my hypodermic And why you ain't bring my hypothetical, you fat ass man? You may shut up now, Mr. Watson. Man, that made me laugh. That I, I have never in my entire laugh life laughed harder at anything than I laughed at that scene. Laughed I, I never made me nothing has ever made me laugh that hard. And then when I see it now, it's not because I know it's coming, but it made me laugh so hard. Happy birthday to Tayshawn Prince, NBA champion. Happy birthday to Iggy Woods, Fresno's best. Happy birthday to Jonathan Davis, the Pope of the uh, Pope on the Outer Banks. Happy birthday, posthumously, of course, uh, to uh, Bubba Smith. Happy birthday to Dean Smith. Happy birthday to Bugsy Siegel. Happy birthday to Gilbert Gottfried. Happy birthday to Gavin McLeod, Captain Stooping on the Love Boat. We have a great show lined up for you. Jazz is going to tell us what's trending. I'm going to have a little note from the GED section. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. Jazz man, what man, tell these good people what's trending. Well, there's a big story. I don't know if you saw this about this uh, young, uh, well... It's non-binary, so they is what I'm going to have to call them, because that's what they are. But uh, next, Benedict, uh, at a high school, basically got into an altercation and ended up, you know, dead like the next day. I think later that evening, I think, that they passed away. And initially, there were concerns that the altercation that took place in the bathroom... It was the cause of their death. But now they are saying that they don't think that had anything to do with it. And that even if it did, that they may be held, well, not held accountable because they are no longer here. But it turns out they threw water on the see three how, girls. See how 
I want to be sympathetic, but I can't even keep up with the yeah, verbiage. The I can't even because yeah. they is not plural. It's, it's, it's actually yeah, singular. Because person, I have no way to keep up with what's happening. Yeah, a human being passed on. It was very unfortunate. But the they, the them's, the those. You've got to be one thing that is for sure. When you go, you're gonna be something. Yeah. Well, it, d- it definitely makes for a convoluted story because it sounds as if they was fighting them, which would be correct because it was yeah. three of them, yeah. but they was only one. See, so that's, it's hard that's to tell where you story. lose a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. And, and in a sympathetic way, because I'm worrying about getting the terminology right mm-hmm. instead of talking about the tragedy. The violence, yeah, yeah, for sure, about yeah. being you know transphobia and all of yeah, those things. Yeah. But it's a very sad I'm not situation. transphobic. I'm just not, I don't have enough mental dexterity to keep up with all that. Well... Thank you. I just uh, don't feel like arguing on Twitter. Yeah, I don't care. Somebody else who doesn't feel like arguing, yeah. but it's unfortunate. It's A-Rod. I'm sure you saw this. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> A-Rod said, listen, I'm still Dominican. Okay, I know. And and made the comment, I, I guess, saying that, re- referring that he wasn't black. It was really weird what he said. He just got darker. He just got darker. He lives in Miami. How but, about that? Ve- but he said it wasn't being in Miami that made him dark. He had been on vacation and been in the sun. And so people were talking about his complexion. And, you know. They compared it to Sammy Social who bleached himself. Correct. <laughs> now, and, now, here's the thing I don't understand. One of the things that indicates you were on vacation is what? How dark you were. A tan. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And the deeper the tan, you know what? You tell somebody you went on vacation and you don't come back with a tan. They ain't going to believe you. You stayed yeah. in your hotel room? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it's stupid. It was it was very stupid. But he did get a really good tan because he looked really yeah. dark on the sideline. Can you imagine there. where he like, went? Wow. You, can you, as rich as A-Rod is, the sun was extra, the, the, extra the sun, crispy. you got to yeah. pay for extra sun right well, there. He was in DR for like a month. Yeah. yeah, he probably well, maybe didn't that's live where outside. he was because he, yeah. he just on in tan. He was like, relax, everybody. You know, yeah. I'm Dominican. I'm so still Dominican. Uh, Dominicans are black. Well, yeah. I, I think he was saying because a lot of people were questioning the tan. So I think he was just saying, well, I'm still a melanated man. He just no, he right. said I'm it, black. He right. said I'm Dominican. Because right. people were caught saying they said Sammy Sosa went the other way. They said this is a reverse Sammy Sosa because like whether you like this or not, a lot of Dominicans and Puerto Ricans don't like to say that. No, I understand that. I'm not. I'm not negating that. I'm just saying I don't think he meant it that way. I mean, he I did mean he, it that way. I think he was fighting back because people were questioning his tan. Why? And, and putting I because they thought he was looking black. Yeah. Right, but he. I don't think he meant it like I'm not black. I'm Dominican. I just think he meant like yes. I of course I'm gonna get a tan because I am Dominican. See, she she's fight. that only makes sense. I don't know. Well, I agree with everybody gets a tan when you go on the sun. Yeah. I do know that. Yeah, anyway, I don't know. I'm, I haven't been down on vacation in a long time. <laughs> and Finally, Trini, come on, man. Give me yeah. a break. I told the story about Risa Tisa. Remember the girl who did the whole fifty I thought that hour was your thing. Line, no, I'm, my line name was Reese's. I'm then I get started. I got Reese, some of it right. Risa Tisa. Some of it right. Okay. This is a chick who got. You know, scammed by the dude, remember? And she did the whole hours of on TikTok about yeah, her story. Yeah. Well, a lot of people have come and, you know, she was supposed to go on a trip. He promised her a trip to Europe. Well, Delta Airlines has come forward and said, we'll give you a free trip. We feel so bad for yeah. you. And then a hotel came. But it's on Spirit. Said, no, it's not. It's on Delta. <laughs> <laughs> you, hey, girl, you going by yourself. You better be lucky you flying. You better be lucky. But that's what's true. And what the hotel? What, what the hotel's hotel? going to get her a free stay. Where? Uh, I don't know. All you got to do is get but Black I think uh, Black TikTok thinks that they may have found the guy who lives in Nashville. He's a twin or of something. Course, it's crazy. Course. What a crazy story. But yeah. that's what's trending. So, of course, you know, Donald Trump has a sneaker. And the funny thing about it is he's the first white dude with a sneaker since Larry Bird. Like, even even Tom Brady didn't get a sneaker. He got Uggs. <laughs> <laughs> so and his sneaker costs more than Michael Jordan's they must be called the Air Defenders you can wear them to court but you can't wear them on the court <laughs> and, and, and but one of his spokespersons talked about how black people relate to him because of the sneaker and uh, some people got offended and then they also were talking about a lot of black people love me because I've been unfairly uh, targeted when has a white billionaire ever... We can have all the disagreements we like about what you like about Trump or what you don't, but to have this narrative, like all the black men who have been incarcerated and black women who've been unfairly incarcerated, and he takes that mantra over? He gets to pretend he's not Geronimo Pratt. He's not Angela Davis. He's not uh, Nancy Mandela. He's not Rosa Parks. And you let him co-opt that narrative. You can have whatever you want. You can have whatever belief system you want. But what he uses black people for is props. That's what he uses them for. 
You could take a picture with him. When is the last time he ever said anything about that was positive about black people? When he was giving that speech about turning overturning everything that the Biden administration done uh, did as far as policing, who do you think that's going to affect? When he said be rough with him when you put him in the car, who do you think that was? Donald Trump got sued twice by the government for refusing to rent to black and Latin people. That is who he is. He took out a full page ad and, and called for the hanging of the Central Park Five. That is who he is. He refused to hire black people in his, uh, in his casinos. That is who he is. But he knows who you are. He knows who you are. You're the type of person that, of course, would respond to a mugshot. Or, uh, 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 of course, would respond to somebody having a bunch of uh, felonies. But let me tell you this. Any black man ever who had who was uh, found liable for sexual battery, accused, uh, uh, found guilty of fraud, and had 91 kid, uh, cases, uh, cases pending, not only would he not be in the running for the White House, he couldn't be a manager at White Castle. So let him. You can do whatever you want. You can have whatever narrative you want. You cannot. He cannot co-op the real life struggles of people just because he let a couple of people out up for because so Kim Kardashian could look good. That's another thing. But in terms of doing things with people, but of course he knows he knows the kind of black people who respond to them. Of course shoes will work for him. Of course shiny stuff will work for them. Of course they will. They're the type of people that are still bragging about getting a stimmy check. That fourteen hundred dollars he bought you off for. He knew that if he signed the back of the check, black people like you would respond to it. He knows if he has shiny shoes, black people like you will respond to it. He knows if he says he's been indicted and you, we got mugshot, certain kind of people will respond to it. But what he cannot do is co-opt the struggles of black people when he always got the kind of black people that respond to his nonsense. That's a little note from the GED section. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. She's jazz. She's smart. It's the Jazzy Report on the D.L. Hughley Show. Hawaiian lawmakers are considering uh, a new $25 tax for visitors to offset to offset the estimated $16 billion in damage left by wildfires yeah. in 2023. $25? $25. It costs more tax. than that to get into Manhattan. Yeah. Now, the tax uh, will not apply for health care facilities, schools, gifted accommodations, or for those housed in emergency shelters. So, to get in and out of Manhattan is $25 each way. That's right. Going across okay. the bridge, Some coming people, back. I mean... Offset okay. that cost is what you got to do. Right. Yeah, you got to. Want to go to Hawaii yeah. and enjoy the beach? Yep. Pay up. That'll be $25. Yep. In addition to the other They only have 13 alphabets in there. Kyle just got back from Hawaii. They only have 13 letters in their alphabet, right? I think so. Isn't it, Kyle? They only have 13 letters in their alphabet, Yes, right? sir. It is. Man, I'd I, I be a genius over there. I, I, pass, I, I win the spelling bee over there. Is that Not why bad. all the words sound like ulu Because yeah. they got stuff missing? And my, uh, Aloha means the same thing. My, aloha means hello and goodbye. Hello and goodbye. Yeah. So I could do that. Yeah, of course you could. In Hawaii, I'd be a scholar. Yeah. Yeah. Come few, on now. Fewer syllables in the word, you win. Come on. Fewer syllables? Come <laughs> on now. Fewer <laughs> words to, for skip to misspell on the, on the run-through? Come on, man. Uh, so a portable spit test costing just about $5, could actually detect breast cancer using a single drop of saliva. Researchers developed a palm-sized handheld device that detects breast uh, cancer biomarkers like genes and proteins in the saliva sure, and sure, can sure, do sure. it in just seconds. The method could take several years to be available to patients, and it's seek still seeking approval from the FDA. Do you know that uh, one of the reasons that you'll see some of these uh, um, medical breakthroughs, um, because remember, stem cell treatments, right? Yes. Do you know when they, when Bush was in office, a lot of those weird like the the people that believed that life was wouldn't let them um, perform uh, tests on stem. They wouldn't let them develop things, and so we're behind ten years medically because of somebody's religious uh, mindset. Ideology, for sure. 
So, like, the stem cells that have led to all kinds of advancements, and you have to go to Europe and all these other places and that, don't have, that don't have the, uh, the congressmen from the South to, to tell them they can't do it. It's also why when you think you see a lot of these stories about uh, cloning and, and uh, yeah. you know, people saying that they can now create babies in a Petri right. dish, you know, with just right. skin cells and things like that happen in Asia and, and places in Europe, not here. Because, yeah. you know, we're not with that. Well, I guess uh, Tyler and Kyle went to school with a test tube, baby. That's really? Yeah. He was, he was born in the test tube. Right. Well, Kyle, when he, when he born in the test tube? He was. Did y'all, did he look weird? Born? Uh, you no. mean con- conceived in the test tube? What, whatever. Now, so well, take well, some of that energy and write the, sh- uh, write the run through like that, all right? Since you know, since <laughs> so you correct this stuff. It's was called conceived? Rundown. It's called run down. <laughs> <laughs> well, spell it right. Now, was he conceived in a Petri dish? I, he said he was, for sure. <laughs> did he, did he, like, was he scared? Did you call him Mr. Glass? I don't know. We didn't <laughs> hang out. <laughs> 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 All right. He thank had you a for weird that. obsession with fish, though. I don't know I why. I bet he did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, between Lana Kyle oh, and, uh, and, Le- and, and Lucci, man, this the... Man, Just like three that, pointers. that scene in uh, Color Purple, the dead has arisen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I watched that, by the way. The new one? The new one. What'd you think? I watched it on TV. What'd you think? What'd you think? It made me just as... Like, I know I just got sexually abused by my father by a song. I was like, oh, this is a lie. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God. When they do this, I'm telling you, I'm a stat on ISIS mm-hmm. next. I swear to God. I've been getting what I want to say. <laughs> All right, so this is very interesting. Employees assume McDonald's over not having enough time or space to breastfeed. Do you think it's an employer's obligation to provide time and space for women to breastfeed? That's the question we're posing to you. 877 242 Also, hit us up on Twitter at D.L. Hughley Radio or on Facebook, the D.L. Hughley Show. On the website is the D.L. Hughley Show.com. All right. We're waiting for your calls. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. Your indictment update. So do you think an employer should uh, have a space and provide... Uh, 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 space and time for women to breastfeed. We're going to go to our social media platform. DJ Lucci, what did they say? Yes, Mickey from Brooklyn said, hell yeah, you need pumping uh, times even if you're not breastfeeding. Now, now, Lena could do it from the break room. Like if she, like she could do it from there. Yeah. And a couple other people, babies. Yeah, come on now. You ain't even got to come in here, Gloria. I got your baby. Just bring your baby I'm still on fries. Bring your baby. Who else got a baby? I got it. This milkshake tastes funny. Great, this be quiet. Shake is great. It's glitter. Um, I got glitter. It is, on my it, is, it is ridiculous how much disdain we have for workers. Yeah. How much disdain. Like, I don't know how many times I've had uh, like an argument with somebody and they go, I didn't make you work here. Like, they, they like, like, we just have a disdain for people. Yes. And it's ridiculous to me. She's a woman who works for you, who's an employee. And if, if, if she were in certain sectors of our society, if it were retail, if it were the tech sector, if it were, you know, other elements of our society, banking, they wouldn't have a problem with it. Yeah. We wouldn't be arguing about it. Well, one thing's for sure. Uh, sh- there are actually two employees who are suing McDonald's, and they will probably win because there has been a precedent set because KFC was sued back in 2019, and they had to pay, I think, almost $1.5 million because they demoted a girl for... Uh, Breastfeeding or breast pump, you know, she was pumping her breast for her baby. But it wow. also depends where they do it at. Well, I hope they don't do it near the fries. No, I'm talking about the, the where, where they sue the company. Because there, there's some there's some courts that are going to be more amenable to play in what part of the country are there some sure. courts. Remember, McDonald's got sued for having coffee that was too hot. Yeah, and they lost. Yeah, and if you don't know, like this is the thing. I know people that's too dumb to take the tag off their pillow. So these are, this society we dig with. Mm-hmm. Well, in further reading, this has happened quite a bit. Amazon has been sued for they it. They should. The post office. Whataburger in Texas was sued because they fired someone. Why is yeah. it? This is a society to tell this women need to bear children. And the 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 out the, the, the problem <laughs> is when they bear children, they're probably going to have to breastfeed and do a lot of things that you, that you don't necessarily accommodate for. What is, either we're going to value women and want to have the sanctity of life and all those kind of things, then these are the accoutrements of it. They should be able to feed their, breastfeed their child, move on, 
Yeah, go but back to we're work. talking about the same people. Remember, we had this conversation. They only care about the baby when it's inside, yeah. right? Because yeah. remember, we talked about oh, how yeah, right. they were yeah, yeah. not going to pay yeah. for after-school food and things like yeah. that. So if they don't want to feed them, you know, the kind of chewing food, they certainly like let you give them. I just food. think it's people, man. I, you know, why is it the people that want less government, want more of it in a woman's vagina? That's what I never got, man. I don't know. Why are you worried about <laughs> vagina? All right, come here. We're getting to your calls in a bit. It's the DL Hughley Show. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. Uh, so the question we're asking, a fast food worker is suing McDonald's because uh, she tried to, she wants us to be able to have uh, time and space to breastfeed. Right. Um, do you think that it's an employer's obligation to do that? I think that in general, this country, we have a disdain for people that do menial labor in our estimations. Right. If you if you do things that we think are are beneath us as a society, mm-hmm. there's a way. There's a certain amount of allotment. I, I don't know how many people. They only work in fast food. I only clean this. I only. But everybody, all those people who do all those things. Are, are needed in society and particularly we don't value them we value people who don't like our congress works three months a year businessmen don't make any improvement they just make more money and they lay off to, to they can cut themselves to profitability yep mm-hmm. plus but it's bad enough mcdonald's ain't been the same since calvin left and that she's ready. <laughs> she's ready to be there so so what do you think skip I think that, come on, man. Yes, you need to provide time and space. I think corporate America uh, as a whole is is pretty evil most of the time. Here in Texas, the little uh, evil governor we got in the wheelchair right there, he rescinded the law. Professor X. Yeah, yeah. Evil evil Ricky Bobby. But uh, he rescinded the law. Cities had ordinances. When you worked outside, they had mandatory water breaks, construction workers and everything. And, you know, on the concrete out here, it's 130 degrees easy like that. So uh, uh, Abbott passed a law, said, no, no, you can't make them do that. You don't have to give them water. Do you know what the average life of the average migrant worker in America is? It's 48 to 52 years. That's the average lifespan. And you and they're they're literally risking their lives so you can pay them poorly and treat them poorly just so you can get fat. It's a reason America's fat. It's because they're feeding us. It's 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 amazing to me how we regard people depending on what we think their value is, and depending on what circumstance we're in. Because as you said said earlier, when COVID was in full bloom you know they were the ones working and we would look at them like thank you so much yeah. you know because they were in the grocery Chipping store them. stocking yeah. they were the ones still working and yeah. cooking yeah. and cleaning when no one else was out absolutely it was so bad you know why the American every union won because people weren't willing to do what they had been willing to do previously they like no. No, I won't do this they had to, had to give people raises to treat so people could come back mm-hmm. it was a long time you couldn't get servers you couldn't get people in retail you couldn't get mm-hmm. hospital workers I hate to compliment you, but I've never seen you be nasty to people who are beneath oh. you. Mm. I like to be nasty to people who are above me. Those are the ones I like. <laughs> or next to you. <laughs> or next to you. Yeah, yeah we gotta be. You. You, can't, you can't say I'm punching down. Maybe no, next. Maybe, maybe across. <laughs> All right, coming up, we got uh, more of your calls. Or coming up, it's the D.L. Hughley Show. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only 
at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So do you think that is the employer's responsibility to provide uh, space and time for a woman to breastfeed? There was a woman who was, uh, she was picked, I don't know what company, I don't know if it's Facebook, but one of the companies in Silicon Valley. She had had a baby. She built a nursery, remember that? Mm-hmm. But wouldn't let nobody else bring their kids to I do remember that. <laughs> so it isn't, you know what I mean? It isn't just like, I, I think that, that people look at you based on your station. <clears throat> they look at you based on your station. Well, the other thing to be clear is that um, an employer does have an obligation uh, because there is a federal uh, act in place that it's called the Providing Urgent Maternal Protections for Nursing Mothers Act, the Pump Act. And it is federal. And it says that you have to do this. You have to give them a reasonable, reasonable break time. You have to give them a place to do it. You have to shield them from view. All of those things. It's just that McDonald's has not done that. Yeah, but okay. the, the, Crown, the Crown Act is supposed to make you. Yeah. Yeah. So there are a lot of things. The Americans with Disabilities Act. So, the, But it is on this act that they, that these two people and by the way it is becoming a class action lawsuit that be. they are standing on and they're saying they will probably win. listen federal law listen federally we were supposed to be they were supposed to desegregate the school it took them 15 years to do it yeah. you know what I mean so it, it, the only reason anybody does anything is because they're made to do it and I think we are in a society right now and all the things the thing that are the things that are interesting to me all the things that society now is accepting as everyday courtesies and, and things that you should do for your employees and people were considered liberal ideas. Mm. I can't think of something conservative that people think they gave everybody that everybody wants. Yeah. But everybody wants uh, maternity leave and sick leave and accommodations made for handicapped people and all the things that a society, uh, a, a, a decent society would do. You know, like the, like in Alabama, they're rolling back the age and protections that kids have to have to do these dangerous jobs. And they know that Latin kids are going to be doing them. Yeah. The very, re- the second very reason for labor. Yep. And, and, and here, the immigration argument is this. I want them to come here because we need to exploit them. I just don't want them to vote. Yeah, that's that's really it. We need a safe class. Stay. That's what we need. Stay, do your job. But there, there's a little thing called the 14th Amendment that means when you have a baby, they can stay. <laughs> they're citizens but what they really want is shut up let us use you and abuse you and then we'll be alright alright what do you think you think that an employer should have the responsibility and obligation to provide a place uh, for women to breastfeed and time for the woman to breastfeed it's the D.L. Hughley show so the question we're asking um, McDonald's a woman is suing McDonald's now you, Jasmine's letting them know it's a class action lawsuit um, that, that says that they didn't provide her space and time to breastfeed. Do you think an employer, that should be an employer's responsibility? We're going through the phones. I'm a woman and I say no. I say that if she wants to pump at work, she needs to do it on her lunch hour. I say give them three months after they have a baby, paid maternity leave, and then after three months they have to fulfill the same responsibilities and time obligations as everyone else. And I'm sure women are going to be very angry with me for saying that, but that's what I believe. You know what? That that that's a heck of a question to uh, try to answer, really, because uh, if she's still breastfeeding, why is she at work? What's she gonna do? Take her baby to work every time she uh, goes to work? She can't get a babysitter or something, or she can't pump some milk before she goes to work and let the babysitter feed her baby. If she can't do that, maybe she should stay at home. I don't know if there could be a lawsuit about that. That don't make sense. Yes, you should. Let your employees have time to pump, um, you know, for breastfeeding because that is a critical thing for their baby. And if you want them to be at work, you should, of course, let them do what they need to do to be there and be able to provide for their child because formula is not cheap either. So that actually helps save the money as well. And um, being a mom of myself and had a baby um, 10 months ago, I, I let them know I was ripped that, hey, I'm going to need some breastfeeding time. And they gave me that and a place to do it at. So, yes, you should give them a place and time to pump because that is critical. Like they said, you want them to have babies and stuff, but do what you got to do so they can have the babies and be comfortable doing it and not give them a hard time. All right, Skip, uh, what do you think? I think they worried about the wrong thing. They need to worry about fixing that damn McFlurry machine. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. 
You could you could give them the cover they kept those McRibs in. I'm telling you, that's a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bring the McRib back. <laughs> Got to go behind them a stack of bullets. Man, man. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah, where where the where the hamburger used to stay? Put it, give me, give it on sale. <laughs> All right, we're getting to your calls coming up in just a few minutes on the D.L. Hughley Show. Jasmine Sanders, sad news to report. Yep, Richard Lewis, from the star from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes. Of course, he had a story career yes. as well. Dead at 76. Oh. 76 years old. Mm-hmm. Man, I love that kid. Yeah. Funny kid. Just a year ago, he announced that he had Parkinson's. Yeah. So. And I'm going to tell you something. He died with gigs on the books. Yes. The last season of, uh, of uh, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. enthusiasm. Yep. Good dude. Very funny man. And sometimes, man, um, they come along at the right time because I think uh, the restrictive era purview that everybody has today would be difficult. Like everybody asked me if Bernie was still here. I, I can't imagine if he was still here in this climate how many times people would have canceled him. Yeah. It's just, I mean, obviously you can't prove a negative. I can't tell you what would have happened. But I can tell you that sometimes we're blessed to have people where we have them when we have them. Amen. Uh, otherwise, they, 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 they'd have, it would have dulled their import. Uh, so uh, prayers up uh, to Richard Lewis and his family. The question we're asking, a woman is suing McDonald's uh, because they didn't give her enough time and space to breastfeed. Do you think it's an employee's responsibility? We're going through the phones. Well, um, they should because bottom line is if they're doing it in office spaces, they need to do it in menial job spaces. I think it absolutely should be permitted since Roe v. Wade was overturned. Therefore, y'all, if y'all want women to have babies, then y'all need to compensate these women for having the babies at the workplace where they have to work at. So, yes, breastfeeding should be in the workplace. Absolutely. Uh, be careful what you ask for. We got what I think. That's what I think with comedian Damon Williams on the D.L. Hughley Show. Now it's time for what I think. That's what I think with comedian Damon Williams. Hey, it's Damon Williams, and I'm here to tell y'all, stop running up on pro athletes trying to fight. Cam Newton was recently jumped by a couple of guys at a youth football gathering, and he basically handled his business. It was him versus them. Matter of fact, the man's hat didn't even fall off his head. See, people get it twisted. You think you can jump up off your couch and fight a highly trained pro athlete. You cannot. Just because you can sit at the house and make comments or be in the stand and make comments and cause Cam Newton wears old lady scarf and skates and hip hugger jeans does not mean that man won't tear your head off. The only time pro athletes don't do well in fights is against other pro athletes. Pro athlete fights are some of the worst fights ever. If you ever see a bench clear at a basketball game, not one punch lands. Baseball teams clear the entire dugout only to get one slap in. So pro athletes can't fight when it comes to pro athletes, but they will whoop your behind. In other news, a couple in Kentucky just got married in a gas station bathroom. You heard what I said, a gas station bathroom where the bride actually works. Now these bathrooms are supposed to have special effects like red disco lights or whatever, but it's still a nasty truck stop gas station bathroom. How well do you expect your marriage to go if it starts out in the toilet? But this is Kentucky. Now, they might be the first people to actually get married in the bathroom, but in Dry Ridge, Kentucky, I'm surely not the first people to be conceived in one. Now, it might not be right, it might not be true, but that's what I think. Hey, check out my series, Laugh Tonight with Damon Williams, now streaming on Tubi. Eight episodes of stand-up and sit-down interviews. And follow me at DamonWilliamsComedy.com. It's Damon Williams, y'all. Thank you, baby boy. We're going to talk to you again next week. Coming up, we're going to be talking to rapper and activist Killer Mike on the D.L. Hughley Show. It's the D.L. Hughley Show, your... Indictment update. Remember, uh, a couple days, uh, two days to be exact. Uh, excuse me, I guess, uh, yeah, two days I'm going to be in... Uh, San, excuse me, San Jose at the at the San Jose at the SAP Center. <laughs> it's not places where dummies gather. It's <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just Don't do me myself like that. said the entertainer. Don't do yourself like <laughs> that. He said the entertainer. Uh, Ida Rodriguez, Tony, Tony Rock, and of course Ralph Barbosa. Great show. Um, um, very funny. I told you that I saw Color Purple. You did. And I thought there was some spectacular. I just could not get with somebody. You know, force you to have sex and have a baby, and then a song, 
a great Diddy right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah my, 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 my uh, stepdaughter wouldn't let me take sex or take advantage of it. But here's this dance number. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's part of the reason it didn't do well. Yeah, but you know, it was the same in the, the play. The Broadway play was the same way. I didn't go see it either. It did, it did very well. It was the same kind of setup. You know, When I saw Alice Walker had a white dude, I didn't believe none of it no more. I was like, ah, that's enough. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm serious. Yes. Just come on. I, I can't tell you how I feel about things. Mm, I wish you wouldn't, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. just do like I do and feel them. Well, <laughs> keep it moving. Yeah, I can't. What is happening? And I remember how controversial Color Purple was. The original one, people thought it depicted black people, black men in a bad way, and then they were mad that they didn't get Oscar nominations. So I'm still right there. And then you, you go right there and go, oh, you know, if we set it to music, it'll sound. Yeah, I no. swear. To, I mean, but I'm gonna start on ice is next. I swear to God. <laughs> That's right, man. Give us free, give us free. But it's not like Alice Walker didn't <laughs> write an amazing book in the beginning. She did, and it was already a bestseller before they decided to turn it into a film. But they were so, mad. But that Steven Spielberg it, did it. Made a difference. They were mad that Steven Spielberg did. It. I they were glad. So it was a lot of things, and I thought it was a it was a great movie. It's a classic. Yeah, now, yeah, they and, didn't improve on it. No, they didn't. No, I think so. Hey, oh, yo, wait, wait till we go to Rosewood, the amusement park. That's gonna be yeah. There you go. Oh, wait, oh, oh, look, I'm riding in the torch. Oh my goodness! Uh, apartheid, the musical. Hey, oh, oh my goodness. Oh man, where do you see the? Uh, oh, the lynching bowl is great. Have you been there? You know what? <laughs> All right, coming up this hour, we're going to be talking to rapper, activist, uh, Killer Mike. We have the Hughley Hustle Home Mix, plus we're going to be giving a deserving someone the Shoe Booty of the Week Award. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, we talked about him. He's a rapper, actor, entrepreneur, activist. Put your hands together for Killer Mike. Hey, how you doing? You know, we were supposed to have you on last week, and unfortunately we couldn't. Yeah. But it's even more, yeah. uh, it's more timely we have you on right now. And, um, I'm glad to be here. I uh, I got a chance, uh, as in many of the country, uh, the people who were paying attention, uh, to catch your very impassioned speech. Uh, can we can we have a little bit of that? Can we see? So I'm duty bound to be here to simply say that it is your duty not to burn your own house down for anger with an enemy. It is your duty to fortify your own house so that you may be a house of refuge in times of organization. And now is the time to plot, plan, strategize, organize, and mobilize. It is time to beat up prosecutors you don't like at the voting booth. It is time to hold mayoral offices accountable, chiefs and deputy chiefs. Atlanta is not perfect, but we're a lot better than we ever were, and we're a lot better than cities are. That was wow. a very impassioned. I got to tell you two things went through my mind. Uh, I thought that was one of the most eloquent and passionate speeches I heard in a long time. And I saw your shirt at the same time. You said, kill your masters. And, and, and both parts of my brain responded to both messages. Uh, I think that that is the conundrum a lot of people find themselves in. There it is. I, I think that sometimes the anger that we feel and uh, the reasonable part of us is overwhelmed by our basic human instincts and and I think our base all of us no matter educated not educated rich poor all of us have the animal instinct to survive and I think to a lot of people this feels like fighting for survival yeah absolutely first of all I, I wasn't supposed to be there today I wasn't um I was asked to come by my friend you know tip is my friend he's right. my business partner so I went and this is just what I, I this is the shirt I'm wearing because it's the day you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> right. right. And um, I want to say that people in a capitalistic society and in this republic where on a local level, your vote counts. You know, I'm not talking about on the federal level and, you know, the electoral college and national elections, but on a, on a local level. So when I say kill your masters, it's not just about whoever your imaginary um, or real physical master is in the moment. It's in the mastery of dependency on the government. It's in your mastery of dependency on corporations versus small and medium sized business. For me, it's my master of not wanting Krispy Kreme donuts. Ain't that the truth? So I don't want white people to be arrogant enough to believe that we only talking about you guys because you guys ain't, ain't, are not masters mm -hmm. in, in the way some people assume this shirt would cause people to think. But it very much is about mastering your circumstance 
and us as a community using our voting leverage, economic leverage, or whatever we have to be self-mastered and self-sufficient, you, you, self-sustaining and self-directed. I agree. One, yeah. one, one thing you said, why we burned down our community, them <laughs> broke into Louis Vuitton. So you know they heard that. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I wasn't even tripping. You know what I mean? Amen. I, 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 was, I was like, more power to you. Like, more power to you. <laughs> Amen. I love you, man. Take care, Cam. Thank, thank you, boss. So take care. Be love strong respect, out there. Man. Thank love you. Him. Likewise. Yes, Likewise, sir, boss. Too. It is now time to give a deserving someone on the Shoe Booty of the Week Award. And now, it's time for the Shoe Booty of the Week Award. I'm so excited, and I just can't hide. Mark Keith Robinson is an American politician serving as the 35th Lieutenant Governor of North Carolina since 2021. What you want, a f- medal? A member of the Republican Party. He is the first African-American to hold the office of Lieutenant Governor in North Carolina. He is running for Governor of North Carolina in the 2024 election. I think I'm going to be sick. So, why is Mark Robinson this week's recipient of the Shoe Booty of the Week Award? He is a bad, bad man. Marky Mark and his funky butt is getting the Shoe Booty because he's taking history and making his story. You're a big fat phony! In the past, Robinson has been in step with Q nonsense conspiracy theories, including Holocaust denial, and has often made inflammatory anti-LGBT, anti-Semitic, and Islamophobic statements. Find me something to whoop your ass with. Recently, all Facebook posts by Robinson were found. He said, Martin Luther King was an inferior pastor and communist and called the civil rights movement crap. Check out the big brain on bread. He also downplayed slavery, rejected the idea that he's part of the African-American community and attacked the late congressman and civil rights icon, John Lewis. Right to jail, right away. If that's true, I wouldn't want to live in Mr. Robinson's neighborhood. Would you be mad? Would you be mad? I wish you was my neighbor. First, you don't want to be an African-American? Cool. We'll trade you for Eminem any day. Black delegation request Eminem. Without the contributions of MLK and John Lewis, there is no way you are Lieutenant Governor of North Carolina. No way you're running for governor. He'll be running for his life. We don't like your kind around here. And MLK, a fake pastor? The nerve of this guy. He changed the mindset of the world, not just this country. These are the facts, and they are undisputed. Through humility and brilliance, MLK became famous. Through jealousy and conspiracy theories, you're becoming infamous. And that's why the Shoe Booty of the Week Award goes to Mark Robinson. Now here's a swift kick in the ass. Now it's time for What You Need to Know with the one and only Sybil Wilkes. It's Sybil Wilkes with What You Need to Know. President Biden says a ceasefire in Gaza could happen soon. My national security advisor tells me that we're close. We're close. We're not done yet. And my hope is by next Monday we'll have a ceasefire. The president's remarks to reporters on Monday came as negotiators continue to try and secure an end to the fighting between Israel and the Palestinian militant group Hamas that has already claimed tens of thousands of lives since the start of the war in October. Hunter Biden is set to face a grilling on Capitol Hill Wednesday. The president's son will testify behind closed doors in the Republican-led impeachment inquiry of his father, President Biden. Republicans are searching for evidence Biden used his time as vice president to benefit his family financially. Hunter's overseas business deals have come under scrutiny in the investigation, but the testimony comes as the investigation suffered a setback following the indictment of an ex-FBI informant. The Justice Department indicted Alexander Smirnov on allegations he made up information. Biden and his son Hunter accepted millions in bribes from Ukrainian energy company Burisma. 
The relationship between DA Fonnie Willis and the special prosecutor Nathan Wade in Donald Trump's election interference case in Georgia is front and center once again. The former law partner for prosecutor Nathan Wade is being compelled to testify about when Wade's romantic relationship began with the DA Fonnie Willis. Terrence Bradley once again told the court he did not remember exactly when their romantic relationship started. Lawyers for Wade and Willis claim their relationship began after she appointed him to the case, but lawyers for Trump and his co-defendants say it started before the appointment and she benefited financially because of that appointment. To subscribe to my free daily newsletter, please visit SybilWilks.com. For all the news 24-7, go to NewsOne.com. I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed. Be empowered. Th- and thank you, Sybil Jasmine. Clear, clear, clear. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. All right, we got more of the D.L. Hughley Show coming up. Hot, fresh, and ready. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. Your indictment update. All right, so if you are going to be in San Jose this Friday, I'm going to be at the SAP Center in San Jose with Sid the Entertainer, Ida Rodriguez, Tony Rock, and Ralph Barbosa. Can't wait to do the show. Then the following week, in Greenville, South Carolina, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I think it's the 8th through the 10th, I'll be at the Greenville Comedy Zone, which I'm excited about. I love that picturesque, nice little picturesque. picturesque. Um, I like that. You like the word picturesque? Mm-hmm. I never thought I'd ever get to use that in a sentence. But I didn't think you would either, but, mm-hmm. you know. I'm a, you know, I try to. I love when you find new words, though. You I use do. them quite often. <laughs> Are you going to introduce that to the D.O. Hughley School no, no, of Real no, Good no, Boy? No, no, no. But, you know, I heard somebody say this, uh, and I was watching football, I and I couldn't wait to say it. No, I've said it before. Mm-hmm. He said, they're moving with no alacrity. I'm, yes. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> I, I had to use it, and I couldn't wait to do it. See, when you use words like that. Did you, you, did you go to find the definition? I, and how to Immediately, okay, immediately. Alacrity, immediately. Sense of urgency. Look, he did it. I, I did it already. You know, as a matter of fact, that's how I used to read. I, I was a very poor reader. But I would, when we started to go to, look at this. Well, when did you become a good <laughs> Really? Never now you're no, a rich poor reader. I'm a very poor speaker, not a very poor reader. <laughs> no, I didn't say you're a poor reader. No, you're no but he did. I'm not, yeah. I, listen. He I can read writing. It's the writing. I can get the job done. I'm like Novocaine. It still works, baby. still works. <laughs> but I used to get on planes and I would grab a newspaper. And because, uh, you know, they didn't have, you know, iPads and all that kind of stuff when right. I started on the road. So I would grab a newspaper and a magazine or maybe a couple of newspapers. Yeah. And I would read a newspaper every day. And do you know that if you read a newspaper every day, in two years you'll have the equivalent <laughs> of, a, of a BA? Yes. Wow. In now what happens if you read it out loud? What does it have to do with it? What, is, <laughs> what if you just read sports? That's Speaking. Dumb. It helps. That's dumb. That's, dumb. That's, That's how dumb. dumb. It's smart it's dumb. to read it out loud. Why would... To pronounce anyway, the words anyway. correctly. Anyway. There's a reason. And when wow. I didn't know a word, I would read it over and over again and I would catalog it in my mind and then I would say it in a sentence yeah. couldn't wait to do it mm. but I think I don't know what happened I used to read and the words would cram up and fall off like I don't know what I had is it dyslexia I don't think I had that what'd you have was, you know. had something Ignis. too much radioactive too I don't know what it is but um, <laughs> uh, so I, I've always liked like even though I was a dumb dude I used to I could comprehend like you know what I got I'm, this is I'm just bragging in my GED oh, class God. I scored high in comprehension. <laughs> wow. wow. I, as opposed to who? I mean, you're the kid at Fat Camp. I see yeah, that. I was about to say. <laughs> right. Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something. I know. What you're not going to do is belittle my accomplishments. On his show. I will tell you. You have a lot of about that. Yes. The best marksman in Braille school. Little engine that could. Come on now. Do you know use that you. people don't like me? <laughs> people are trying to learn something about me. Now you come on and brag about yourself. I wasn't bragging. I was going to tell on, you. Tell something else. Coming up next. <laughs> Every time I get a chance to share stuff. <laughs> now it seems like you're always on the verge of breaking up. Maybe you should put the bottle down. Jasmine, give us five ways alcohol is bad for your relationship by Julia Austin for Madame Noir. Number five, it decreases his chance of performance. Yeah, what is it? He, he's sleepy right now. Come on now. Well, there's a term on, here. Little I don't know fella. if I can say it, but <laughs> it's a limit. Like like yeah. so much alcohol can help you, but once you go past that limit, then it all oh, Yeah, man. you yeah. get whisky. Like like yeah. uh That's the name of the it. famous uh <laughs> You ever try to roll a boat fit. with a rope? You can't <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> 
somebody <laughs> we said, ain't went nowhere <laughs> I think it was Adele Gibbons said that's like trying to put a, marshal, a marshmallow in a piggy bank number four of the top five ways alcohol is bad for your relationship it makes you flirty Number three of the top five ways alcohol is bad for your relationship. It makes you say things you shouldn't have. Like the truth. Yeah. All the time. Your mama got a message. Out of babies, Pappy. What? what? <laughs> no, I don't think that's necessary. Number two of the top five ways alcohol is bad for your relationship. It makes you forgetful. Yeah. Yeah. I love you. The kids is out now? Oh, damn. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> at preschool. Ain't they? And the number one of the top five. Uh, waste alcohol is bad for your relationship. It makes you ugly. Yeah, well, oh yeah, yeah. Nah, just, right, just the right amount make you prettier than you ever thought you could be. Let me tell you that. Why do you think they have proofs on? Uh, uh, that's gonna do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Dale Hughley show your indictment update. Um, so if you are going to be in San Antonio, excuse me, in San Jose this Saturday. I mean, this Friday. I'm in the wrong city and the wrong day. <laughs> in San Jose this Saturday, I'm going to be at the SAP Center along with said the entertainer, Ida Rodriguez, the very funny Tony Rock, and the, and the new kid, Ralph Bosa, who's very funny. So come check us out. In the following week, I'm going to be at the Comedy Zone in uh, Greenville, Which South Carolina. Which is picturesque. It's very, it's very picturesque. It is. It's what, wait, 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 wait. It's very picturesque. It looks like okay. I almost forgot that I was in the seat of the South. Oh, mm. like ah, nope, nothing. <laughs> they gonna fool me. No, 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 no. <laughs> you can always tell by by the laws people make. Of what, mm-hmm. Do you see what's going on in Nashville? Yes. Yeah. I mean, in in Tennessee. What's that? What? What's going? On? I mean, just I'm just talking about the the. Here's what's happening, because Nashville is a dope city and people are moving there. What they're trying to do is we'll take your money, but you you're not gonna change our ways here. Oh yeah. You know I what I mean? So. That. To, you know, and they they've done progressively like they when they kicked the lawmakers out, and then mm-hmm. had to bring them back. Now the Klan is walking down the street, mm-hmm. you know. And Nashville, twenty years ago, you said the Klan was walking down the street, nobody be shot, right? Because mm-hmm. I was about to say, remember Pulaski is in Tennessee, yeah. which is the home. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, so now all of a sudden they had a seven year good run. We're like, oh my god, they're still here. They're so progressive. Yeah. Look at all these nice restaurants. <laughs> oh, wait, <a> minute. <laughs> that's what fools you. And rainbow flags on Sixth yes. Street. <laughs> I think the, I think the Klan should be allowed to march if black people can pick the routes. Yeah, yeah. See, I, you do that in your podcast. I'm not <laughs> like you said. You can do you can do that once. <laughs> Skip my man Cheetah. What you learn today, baby boy? I learned we talked about uh, you know Wendy Williams, and I haven't watched it yet. I have seen some clips, and it seems very exploitive. Like it's really exploiting her, uh, and, and and of course, and what she's going but, through right now. That's, but obviously, they, 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 there's a financial component to it, like. Everybody is exploited for money. Everyone. Mm. Everybody. Didn't she help him produce it, though? Yeah. I, I, she did. Well, she gave hey, permission, you, but she didn't sure? have a frame of mind either. Well, yeah, you got you gotta have a frame of mind. When, okay, now, I don't know. I don't know. You got to have, you know. have something to sell when cotton yeah. and corn won't, baby boy. Um, what were you, Jasmine, what did you learn today? So I wanted to remind people uh, to check on your strong friends. And I say that because mm. I was in a situation where a friend of mine lost someone who was very close to them. Mm. And it, it put me in a situation that was uncomfortable because I had to do uncomfortable things. Like care. Yeah, like care and like show up. Like show up when you say you are. And sometimes it might be inconvenient, but I think you have to remember there is a reason why you know you call someone a friend because you will do for them what you might not do for other that people. That must have been very hard for you to, to, to people crying and upset you. Don't, don't it's very tough because I'm not a crier. <laughs> so to watch other people cry kind of makes me a little Can sorry. you shut up, please? Yes, all yeah. these I remember she got, tears. She had the, uh, she used to volunteer at a, a suicide hotline. Wait a minute. Like, nah. right. First of all, <laughs> Yeah. Maybe you should kill yourself. What? Yeah. How bad are you in debt? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I'm you know what we forgot lunch. to do too? Go ahead, Joe. Remember the councilman out of Flint? For me. Eric Mays yes, passed Mays. away at 56. Yep. I mean, 65. I was going to say, he is 56. I'm going to moisturize right now. But we love watching him put people in check. But wow. All right, coming up on the next Dale Hughley Show, Kyle Hughley, a.k.a. Special K, is going to drop another joint on Short Bus Records, plus the militant man, Jamal Kings, who returns. He's going to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. It is the Dale Hughley Show. We will definitely see you on the other side. Kyle, my favorite Short Bus operator, Paul Lestrade, we got to go. Tap, tap. It's the Dale Hughley Show. See you on the other side.